Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float. My name is Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my lovely wife, Sandra, and I am flying out to Portland, Maine for this year's float conference. Hey, everybody. It's Kim Hannon from Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in Southern Indiana. I am also going to be at float conference. I have a few things to do while we're there, um, but I'll be there staying as long as I possibly can. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Drew from New Hampshire Float, and I will uh, not be hopping on a plane and going to Portland, Maine, and I will be staying longer than however long Kim stays because I'm only an hour and about 15, 20 minutes away from there. So I'll be driving mur, 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 instead of flying, and uh, I'm really close, so I could go there every single day if I needed to, Kim. <laughs> nice. Mm. Mm. Wow. We- also have some guests on the show tonight who will probably be joining us at Float Conference. I think they're going to be there. Uh, we are incredibly excited to have our local liaisons for the Float Conference this year who are also board members with us. Um, James and Amy Harder have done a fantastic job not only like serving as board members, but also serving as our local liaisons this year. So uh, I assume you guys are going to be in Portland, Oregon for the conference this year, or, right? Or not Portland, Oregon. Oh, my God, Portland, Maine. <laughs> Please do not fly out to Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Don't port- no, oh, I mean, let's go get a crepe. It's fine, but Maybe you should probably go to Maine. Years. Yes, but you guys will be there, right? <laughs> We're thinking about it. <laughs> thinking about it? Still on the fence. Right. Well, maybe this episode can help convince Maybe. you to show up. I've heard it's um, pretty good. Um, this is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you guys how... Well, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for being here. We, we truly do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what... Uh, well, first of all, like they put out a vote, right? They're like, hey, if you want some, um, the float conference to be at your in your city, put it out there. What compelled you to bo- go, yes, I want to be a liaison to have the entire float conference in my city and that sounds like fun what what was what was the impetus for that we actually applied before they started putting out a vote (laughs) that's a great way to start start running before the timer starts yeah we just wanted to get them to stop asking so (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually our first float conference was in 2017 after we opened our float center in 2016 Oh, and, um, you know, it was in Portland, Oregon, and a lot of the cool things about Portland, Oregon, we felt like we had those here in Portland, Maine as well. And cool. before, yeah, before it even hit the road, we started thinking, man, what if we brought it from Portland, Oregon to Portland, Maine, Portland to Portland, that would be really cool. And uh, then a couple years later, when uh, the Float Conference became a nonprofit and started hitting the road and they asked for people to apply... Uh, we already had a ton of reasons and, and thoughts of, <laughs> of how we could really pull it off great here, so just went for it. Awesome. I love it. Um, it's What's kind of exciting um, is that the, the pandemic is, you know, I, I always want to say it's like it's not over. We're living in the pandemic, but we're way more comfortable with it. We know what we're dealing with a lot more now. And I feel like we can do a lot more activities now than a few, even like say folk, folk conference last year. Um, there's, it's just, you're able to, to do more. What are the kind of things that you are able to do at, at this year's float conference? Not, not, I'm sorry, not in the float conference, but in Portland, Maine. 
So Portland, Maine, uh, you know, we're wide open here. Um, things are pretty well back to normal and okay. we love that. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything that makes Portland awesome and, and makes us excited to bring it home, um, is, is ready to be, be done. So, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful coastal, coastal New England city, um, the the end of august the weather is going to be peaking i mean it's you know it's it's prime tourism season it's the best time of the year to to be coming to maine so we're we're super excited about not just hosting people for the flow conference because you know the flow conference is essentially friday saturday and sunday but i mean you know a lot of people i know like you guys already mentioned are planning to stick around for uh two three four days on one or both sides of the conference so, I'm yeah, just moving just in with you guys. <laughs> seeing some Get beautiful ready. New England is going to be going to be great. Something that awesome. we've always enjoyed about the float conference is traveling on either side of it. Um, it's actually been our only vacation <laughs> since since opening our float oh. center um, a little over six years ago. So yeah, we're hoping that some um, that others will be able to plan some travel around either side of their float conference this year as well. We have um, like just so many beautiful outdoor attractions in Maine from um, lighthouses and. Um, I mean, lighthouses are pretty quintessential. I mean, if you're if you're in yeah. Maine for more than a day or two and out and about, you're gonna see a lighthouse, and uh, wow. and they're just as beautiful as you see on all the old lady Afghans around the country. So <laughs> definitely uh, don't don't shy away from them because they're real cliche. Go go check out a lighthouse. You enjoy it. Um, yes. Yeah, you, you got me. <laughs> got cruises and whale watches and just like beautiful oh, cool. beaches. Yeah, yeah, the ocean. I think obviously, um, a lot of people have ocean where they're from, but uh, if you don't, definitely, uh, definitely go jump in the ocean. It's not going to be like the ocean in Florida. It's cold. It's cold in Maine, no matter how hot it is outside. But um, you know, a lot of a lot of people in the industry are into cold plunges right now. So uh, it's, uh, it's kind of <laughs> totally. like a nature's cold plunge. The ocean in Maine. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Uh, I so I don't. Oh, go ahead, Kim. No, I was saying, uh, like, we're really uh, considering doing a whale watching tour. Like, you know, that's just something that we always enjoy doing. And while we're there, like, why not? You know, uh, we're we're like you guys. Like, we're not very good at taking vacations. Um, We kind of get around to them every couple of years. But uh, Portland's one of those cities that's just so gorgeous. You really have to take advantage while you're there. All right. And when you say we, who are you talking about, Kim? The other Graham, my husband and my business partner, but not the Graham Tally that everybody knows, the Graham Hannon. <laughs> Who everybody wants but to know. Everybody yeah. needs to know. It's so he's funny because he's, he's at at events, uh, he's the extrovert and I'm super introverted. And uh, But when it comes to float people, like we're the opposite. He kind of is a little quiet and reserved uh, and um, I'm all over the place. Uh, of course, I'm like exhausted at the end of the day and need to totally recharge and he's totally fine. But um, yeah. He's fun hanging well, with. Well, um, can I be a th- can I be a third wheel on the whale watching? Is that you guys' sweet date? Dylan, we would <laughs> love to have you, Dylan. <laughs> I'm sure he would. Yes. Yes. Um, so, I feel like a mistake I've made. So, I guess Denver is really my only example of it. Is like showing up there just in time, feeling basically like hungover, you know, uh, from the flight and the sleep deprivation and all that from the flight. 
going to the float conference and then getting out immediately. And, and I will say this was a little bit more of my family was younger. And so like being away was really difficult and thinking like, Oh, Sanders all by herself with the kids was tough. Um, that's a mistake. I, this time I'm booking time beforehand to, um, get over the flight distance because I probably furthest in the States that, that you possibly can be to the, to the flight from Portland, Maine or to Portland, Maine. So I'm taking some time beforehand to recoup and just like explore the city, check things out, um, which I'm really excited about that. I'm actually taking the time to do that this time. Like why go into a city only to go into a building and, you know, the flow conference is what it is. It's very special, but like it's in a special city. So I'm, I'm going to be taking part this time. Totally. Yeah, we've definitely uh, taken time every float conference that we've gone to and stuck around, you know, a couple days after and arrived a couple days early. And and it's it's led to some real magical times. And I'm sure anybody coming up here is going to experience the same thing. I heard Um, of some float friends that are renting a van after and then they're going to head to Acadia National Park. Yeah, Acadia National Park. It's a couple hours north. um, Beautiful National Park. just a magical place for sure man maybe i'll third wheel along with them as well <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. you should just make a list of all the third wheels going to be. <laughs> what's, what's um, everybody but, uh, doing you know, i'll join you in addition to you know the natural beauty of of maine which is you know a big thing you know we i know you guys talk a lot on the on the podcast about the the summer slump and we experience mm-hmm. that a lot in, in portland because you know summer short here in maine we have long brutal winters so during the summer, uh, things slow down quite a lot at Flow sure. pretty typically because summer short in Maine, people want to be outside when they can be, and we have such amazing natural beauty around. Um, that said, in addition to the outdoors, you know, we do have some really great museums, some great concert venues. The food scene around here is just ridiculous. I mean, if you had three weeks to hang out in Portland, you couldn't eat your way around awesome. and, and hit all. I was going to ask about breweries. that. Yeah, we have. It's great. We have uh, uh, just a couple years ago, um, Maine's number one export switch from lobster to craft beer. So we have wow. ridiculously <laughs> amazing cool. craft beer. Uh, and yeah, just restaurants for days. So, okay, um, great. You know, if, if you don't know us personally, shoot us a message and, uh, you know, tell <laughs> you us should. what kind of cuisine you're into. And because, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. How Damn. And, okay. and if you don't know James and Amy personally, like you are seriously missing out on two of the most awesome humans on the planet. So, you absolutely <laughs> should. Like, before I actually knew James and Amy, I had met them, I think, at Rise and had pictures together and all of this stuff, but it didn't, like, click in my head who they were. And then the next time I saw them, they were, like, old friends. And, like, I feel like I've known you guys for forever, but um, everybody needs to know you all. Like, you're just good, good people. So, yeah. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. Thank you guys for hosting. I'm incredibly excited about it. And, you know, just what you guys were saying, too. Dylan, I was kind of like you. Like, I used to go to the conference, and I didn't stick Mm -hmm. around um, I didn't know any better, and you know that's something that I know we as a conference organization need to do a little better job of really promoting is stick around because there's so much magic that happens in the conference, but some of the most amazing connections in mm. that big magic is if you give yourself a little space outside of the conference to really connect with people and it's okay if you don't have plans. Like it's fun to create as many plans as you can. But even if you haven't had a chance to book anything or do anything or plan anything, like you will absolutely find 
people to hang out with, stuff to do. Like there are so many little moments of magic that are going to be happening after hours and uh, before the conference, after the conference. And it, it just blows my mind how amazing, like in some of the best humans that I've met and the best friends that I've ever made are like those little bitty moments that I'm like, you know what, let me stick around for an extra day or the whenever I'm rushing to catch my plane because I should not have been flying out the last day of the conference and mm. laying on the airport floor crying because I'm so sad to leave and <laughs> missing out on all the fun. I'm like, I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. Can I jump in real quick as someone who doesn't no. live in Maine but loves Maine because – um, I have traveled a, a little bit around the country and Maine is a very unique place in that there's a lot of history there and it's very like hardworking, like mm. tough as nails, chop, you know, get a finger chopped off while you're out lobstering and you'll go take care of it later because you got a job to do type of people <laughs> like very, it's the, I, you That's know, true. that ain't. <laughs> Amy has that story. That was her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's uh, it's a very unique place, and it's not where like Southern California. It's got like you know all developed along the coastline with all the multi million dollar homes. That's not mean. There's still a lot of beauty to it. Not everything has been developed. It's still um, a lot in a lot of ways, kind of comparatively untouched to other compared to other places. And um, there's like a beauty about that. If you're into any type of history at all, you just when, as you walk around and drive around, you can just feel the the weathered years and years of hard living that people go through. And that's like the Northeast, right? There's a little bit of an attitude and a little bit of an edge to the people because I think partly because of the weather. It's just it's sometimes a little difficult to deal with. Yeah, but it creates this character that is really, really cool. And I also wanted to throw in um, the fact that the food is absolutely amazing. Like, damn, okay, can't that was say my big question for tonight? <laughs> how awesome the food is there? Yeah, and if yeah. you like seafood, obviously you have to eat lobster, and there's lots of places to eat lobster there. And if you've never had a Maine lobster, you gotta just get one with <laughs> butter and just all a bunch of butter dripping on your chin and. It is the most delicious thing in the world. So that's my that's my sale. I mean, he's, on not that. And, and, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Okay. Okay. I just have it, to say though that, like, hold on, Drew. If if you all are listening to this right now and not watching it on YouTube, you totally need to sign into YouTube to watch Drew like mime eating lobster with butter <laughs> dripping off of his drooling. face. You have to watch it. <laughs> It's and uh, and you're you're gonna get your cheapest lobster because you're in Maine. So that's the other reason oh, to do that. Yeah. Yes, you I love hearing me. what All lobster right. prices I'm are. I, I I've <laughs> sometimes paid three ninety nine a pound for Maine lobster because it's right here, right? And I'll talk to people who live elsewhere and they're like it's seventeen ninety nine a pound. I'm like, yeah. Bro, are you, you know, talking about Oscar. like nineteen nineties prices? Because I don't think well, it's been below oh. <laughs> off the East Coast for it has yeah. happened. Not anymore, bro. but <laughs> as Eddie Izzard says, uh, Europe is where the history comes from, and uh, I, that's what I feel like when I visit the East Coast. It's like, oh my god, these buildings have been here forever. Like. A hundred years? More than a hundred? What? It's crazy. Because in Portland, like, literally a hundred-year-old building is ancient. But your guys' uh, – the structures that are there and, like, 
I love old churches. All that stuff is just so beautiful. So I, I'm excited to see some of the history as well because we do not have that the same way on the on the West Coast at all. It's funny because when be we fun. started planning the Portland Maine conference. I had to really work to get everybody to stop calling us the other Portland. (laughs) Because we're the OG Portland. We're the real deal. It started here. First Uh, ones. They're the other Portland. Rude. The main event. The main event. The main event. Nice. We had a blast out in that Portland, too. The other Portland. Yeah. Yes. No, nothing wrong with our Portland. Um, What what has that meant for you guys to be um, the Portland liaison to the float conference? What what does that entail? Is it just uh, a name badge you wear on the weekend uh, of the conference, or is there a little bit more to it? It's a trophy that we have. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. There's literally a trophy, actually. Oh, really? (laughs) No, the trophy is amazing. It's been sitting at our front desk for. A little while now. It's and, really oh, drumming cool. up some interest. People are just yeah, so like, curious what about is that? what a float yeah. conference cup is. Yeah. Oh, oh my yes. god, that's awesome! <laughs> cool. It's uh, it's been great, and you know, it's it's exactly what we signed up for. We we knew going into it that it'd be a lot of work. Uh, we have a lot of friends in the community and a lot of different industries that we're we're roping in to help uh, make the the conference just as awesome as we can make it. And, you know, um, since, since we came to our first float conference, like I said, in 2017, it's, it's been so special to us. And, you know, even in 2020, when we went fully virtual, like, I think we, we really pulled off a, an amazing virtual conflict conference and mm-hmm. it kept the, the community really tightly knit through that whole mm-hmm. craziness. And, um, you know, we're really excited to, to show the family, the float family, a great time here in Portland. Nice. There were some venues that we were looking at, and um, they just weren't willing to work with us on some of the details of what we wanted to bring to the conference. Uh-huh. So it was just like, no, that's not going to work. We're not bringing people to Portland, Maine to eat, you know, lame conference center food. Oh, you know, we want to bring some Portland flair to it. So we're so, really excited yeah, to be in the cool. Cross Insurance Arena, um, the mm-hmm. home of the Maine Mariners. Used to be the uh, Cumberland County Civic Center. It's uh, where the Grateful Dead played years ago, and uh, you know it's the largest venue in the state. So, uh, largest indoor venue in the state, and uh, yeah, we're gonna take it over just a couple of days after Jack wow. White performs there. So nice. it's, gonna nice. be, uh, it's gonna be cool. So yeah, if you have a, a few more days to spend and you wanna come see some amazing music, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'll have to Google that. Yeah, when is Jack White playing? Uh, I want to say it's Tuesday, and we take the venue over on Wednesday or Thursday. Wow. All right. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Look into it. That's pretty cool. Some of his sweat will still be on stage. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Easy, Um, (laughs) Dylan. He's an insane man, but uh, he plays some insane guitar, too. He's he's pretty talented, some some have said. Um what did I want to ask? Um, I, I don't know how much you guys specifically know, but um, and maybe Kim can add to this too, but I'm also just like curious about the float conference itself. Um, I feel like it's been evolving a little bit since the kind of the handoff from the float, flo- well, I was going to say float on, but like the, the Graham and Ashcon float conference that it's, it's been evolving. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what's going on and maybe some highlights of, of this year's float conference? Actually, you know what? Pause right there. What is that shirt you're wearing, Amy? What What is that? Oh, this? 
I think I recognize that logo. <laughs> this is some sweet swag from my favorite people over at Float Helm. Oh, excuse me, Helmbot. <laughs> Helmbot? What? What is this Helmbot you, you talk about? Helmbot, it's just the software that we use to run our, basically our lives. <laughs> our I float hear center. Um, it does our employees' scheduling and um, employees can clock in and out on it. Um, the part that I really love about it is that it helps to manage my mailing list. Um, I use an API key to connect it to my MailChimp. And yes, yeah. oh, I thought You're I was smart. getting. This is Petty Charlie. <laughs> There's a, a dog on screen. There's a dog. There's a dog. There's a dog. So that's the end of my. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that's the beginning of your Helmbot ad. Uh, what? Uh, how do you use your? Um, how do you? Your uh, Helmbot. Jeez, I can't form words. Helmbot API linking into um, Mailchimp. How do you use that? You were talking about. Yeah. So w- was it specific? Um, when when we make a a Helm account for a new customer, they automatically get added to our email list. And if they choose to unsubscribe um, within the Helm, then it takes them off of our MailChimp list. It automatically regulates it. So you're, you're not copying and pasting Excel spreadsheets to update your MailChimp. (laughs) That's great. I I should probably get on that. Okay. I'll go ahead and unlink those. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm a little slow on on a few of the things. It's okay. It's okay. Homebus has been amazing. Um, when we first opened, uh, we started working with them, and yeah, it's it's been really interesting to watch them evolve from what were we in the first fifty or so uh, clients that they had. Oh wow! To nice. you know, watch it grow and see the way that they have uh, helped the the industry and in evolved addition- with us. So. In addition to operating Float Harder, we've also opened um, a float center in New Haven, Connecticut, and we have um, different modalities there. We have cryotherapy and massage and sauna, and it's been really interesting to see how uh, Helmbot has been growing into all these different modalities and offering classes and stuff. Yep. I completely agreed with that. Um, if you are starting a float center, or if you already run a float center, I can't tell you how much we recommend Helmbot. Helmbot.com is where you want to go to investigate the software, but also, as I always say, just schedule the tour. They're going to walk you through everything. They they know it top to bottom. Ask all the questions and make sure it's a good fit for you. Um, and yeah, whether you're just using float tanks or you have all sorts of different things, like whether it's uh, LMT practice, uh, massage therapists, whether you have classes, whatever it is, they can take care of you within Helm. It's, it's quite the little suite that they've got. Helmbot.com, again, is where you want to go. Now, what was my question again? The float you're conference, is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're asking about um, how things have changed, I think. Well, um, I was actually talking about, yeah, yeah, how things have changed and, and what, what's going to be at this year's float conference. Like, what, what do we have to look forward to? Yeah, um, you know, obviously those those crazy Portland, Oregon, the other Portland kids from uh, Float <laughs> Float On. I mean, they they just killed it for the first seven years of the Float Conference. I mean, yeah. it was amazing, and uh, you know that's what got all of us in the industry to to fall in love with this event. And I've heard so many people uh, say that it's their Christmas. To, mm-hmm. to go to float conference and you know that definitely resonates with us as well and um you know it's it's really hard to to do much more than what they've done and therefore we're not trying to do much more we're just trying to get right there <laughs> um, but uh 
Yeah. It's a high bar to hit. Yeah. It is. I think <laughs> maybe Kim has a little more to add, but I can only comment on the parties because that's the committee <laughs> that I'm on. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> Please do comment tell, on the parties. Tell us, tell us about the parties. We're going to party. Yeah. We're going to party. We're going to party. Tell us you like to okay. party? <laughs> uh, we're going to welcome everybody at the Friday welcome party in the Float Harder parking lot, which we're really excited about. Nice. We just finalized the menu with the um, with the restaurant that's right next door to us. The other side diner is oh, what it's cool. called. Um, yeah. It's going to be Greek barbecue with uh, some vegan options as well for anybody nice. who's not into the whole barbecue. Um, yeah, we'll have mm-hmm. some, some beverages, we'll have some music. Uh, we're just going to hang out have a great time. Welcome everybody to Portland. Super uh, cool. You know, I think we're do we get to see your center? We'll, we'll have some, some DJs. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and uh, Flow Harder, of course, will be open. We can just uh, roll through there and check it out as, as much as you'd like. And for our Saturday party, are we like, are we telling everything? We're telling it all sure. here? Sure. Yeah, we'll delete it if if there's a weird beep right here. No, we had to cut something, but no. (laughs) Spill it. Saturday night, we're going to be at Bayside Bowl. Um, It's a really fun um, bowling alley with a rooftop, like, open area with a taco truck up on top. Yeah, (laughs) take him to the roof. There's uh, no, you guys, yeah. wait, say Taco that again. Truck say on that again. Top. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dylan, for catching <laughs> that. <laughs> we've, you know, we stop taco trucks. You guys don't have those in the other places? Actually, in an old airstream. Ah, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you finally one up us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, um, you know, Sunday, traditionally, there's not an official party, but uh, if you know the harders. Which you all three do. You should. That, uh, if you believe don't. me, <laughs> yeah. there will be there will be a Sunday party. So nice. Yeah, yeah. stick Excellent. around for Sunday. Don't miss it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. So if you so I think we have. Oh, if you haven't bought your flight yet, like or booked your hotel, like you definitely need to do that. We have uh, uh, details on floatconference.com slash travel. Um, you can get a bunch of information on there, but everything starts on Friday. We have some wellness workshops that are going to be happening. We have some pre-conference events, you know, the certified pool operator CPO class. We've got um, the starter which, center workshop, speaking of those, which is those, huge. Those are all, yeah, invaluable. Like, um, we didn't yes. do the, the float, uh, float tank solution starter uh, center workshop, but everyone that we've spoke to that has mm-hmm. done it has just said, it's you phenomenal. know, how incredibly invaluable it was. Uh, we did do the the CPO course out in Denver with Drew. Um, Drew was like always trying to look over at my paper. It was ridiculous. I was like, Come on, <laughs> uh, but you did good, right? You did good. <laughs> I think that CPO is actually due for renewal. Yeah, we might have to be. We might yeah. be doing the CPO Stop. again this Stop. year. <laughs> 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 yeah. So those are those are amazingly valuable uh, mm-hmm. opportunities for sure. Check them out. Cool. Yeah, and then we have uh, the you know more casual workshops kind of starting up on Friday as well. Um, we have speaker or um, small group workshops that are happening, and the the group workshops are not going to be live streamed this year. We learned our a very uh. painful la- lesson last year that we cannot afford a full AV team, and um, mm. you know, unfortunately, Jocelyn and I were the only two like running all of that trying to run the live event and the online event and we failed um the online folks and we don't want to over promise that this year so um the mainstream 
uh, or the main stage things will be live streamed. Uh, but those workshops are only available in person. So workshops start on Friday and then all of the main uh, workshops on the main stage are going to be starting on Saturday. But we also have some workshops that are sprinkled in throughout the day Saturday, through all day Sunday. Um, and then like we don't even close Sunday until four-ish. Um, oh. And then there's all the socializing and the like longest goodbyes ever um, for the people who are leaving. But most of us are just going to be like, all right, cool. The conference is over. Let's go hang out. Um, and there so will be hanging there out. Will be, <laughs> there will be hanging out. Um, yeah. I would not personally recommend leaving before Monday afternoon at the earliest. Okay. You know, okay. hang out till Tuesday earliest. or Wednesday or Thursday or the next Friday. Like, whatever. But it's... <laughs> It's it's worth arriving early. It'll be a little quieter in the early days. Um, it'll it'll be a whole mm. lot of activity for the conference, and then um, typically, you know, there's some some big fun events that happen after the conference, and then some kind of groups will start to just break off and go do different things, and um, just ask around. Like if you don't know people, just ask around. Hey guys, like what should we doing? And you'll be able to find somebody or something to do. And if not, come find me. Cool. Um, Come find James and Amy. Like we will absolutely help point you in the right direction for finding uh, people to connect with and, and some fun to be had. Uh, you, oh, go ahead. Oh, please, Drew. No, you All go right. ahead. I just wanted to jump in and uh, hijack the Flow Conference talk just a little, do a little cross promotion because James and I are also both part of the um, Float Tank Association Board of Directors. And as part of that, I was hoping James might be able to speak to it a little bit because. Also, the people there from the board of directors will be um, wearing uh, something that identifies them. So they are also people that you could talk to and ask questions to and about floating. And um, hopefully it's a signal that there are some friendly people that if you're just standing around, not really sure who to talk to, pick someone who is either wearing a we haven't decided i think it's between a slow down slow down don't just just <laughs> all right i won't say you can t- yeah all right i won't say it'll be it obvious it'll be obvious, it'll be you'll, obvious. You'll, know, yeah. you'll know who you you'll know yeah. uh, but um james that yeah. that's something that is happening as well correct totally yeah so uh yeah like drew said we're we're both on the board for the float tank association and uh, there, there will be a Float Tank Association uh, members-only event happening at some point during the conference. Um, so if you're not a member, please do get involved. And uh, since Drew brought it up, um, the Float Tank Association is also about to open nominations for our next board election. And the board election will, uh, the, the last day of the election will coincide with the last day of the Float Conference. So, um, yeah, if you are interested in being on the board, uh, please uh, throw your, your name in the, in the hat. Um, and if you know someone else who you think would be great on the board, um, nominate them. Uh, we'll get in touch with them and, and see about them being, being involved as well. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Float Tank Association is definitely going to have a presence there, and we'd love to, to see everyone part of that event it would be great if it was just like all right uh now it's time for the members only event and that's everybody so uh, <laughs> yeah right <you> know. <laughs> and and um, i'm gonna 
ditto that because the Float Conference Board of Directors will also be opening up for applications very soon. And we will be hosting um, kind of a a special thing for anybody who has applied so that we can get to know everybody ahead of time uh, before all of the votes go in. So there will be uh, open applications that we're going to be announcing very, very soon as well. um, If you're in the industry and you want to make best friends with Drew and, yes. and, and <laughs> Gloria and Dylan, you know, like get involved with these, uh, these organizations that are driving this industry forward. Um, you know, we're, we're all working our tails off and, you know, I think everyone on all of the boards owns between one and 17 businesses. I'm thinking of Peter Sharp particularly. Yes. Uh, Who so, is still you know, on calls at 1, 3 a.m. his time. It doesn't matter. Time. He still joins totally. us. Yeah. Uh, so, wow. I mean, folks, like, get involved and, uh, yeah. you know, help us help us drive this industry forward. Obviously, the last couple of years have been brutal for uh, a lot of us and you know we want to we want to be here to support one another and and help one another out so if uh if you have the capacity to definitely um, please get involved uh, what, I, if not I, on the board then on a committee and you got it uh and if um, i may say that um, for the float tank association board of directors my seat is actually up i've served my two-year term and i'm going to continue to stay on on one of the committees and continue to help. And I've always said it is one of the best things I've ever done is put myself out there because I have a list of a dozen or a couple dozen people that I could reach out to if I had a problem with some random thing on my float tank. I can go right down the line and start asking, hey, do you know about this? Do you know about this? (laughs) And if I didn't know anybody, I'd feel probably a lot more anxious about running my float center, but I have a lot of cool people in my corner that are willing to help. And I think that comes from putting yourself out there and getting involved. And um, I always screw this up, but uh, a rising boat lifts all seas. <laughs> Nailed yeah, it. That's correct. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're looking for another way to find a friendly face at float conference, we're also doing the buddy program again this year, um, which is where, um, you know, float center, uh, excuse me, float conference. Take it away, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Word. Basically, basically, if you've been to the conference or not, you can sign up to be a buddy. Um, And we have kind of big buddies and little buddies where if the big buddy uh, is typically somebody who has been to several events and knows the lay of the land, can help to introduce you to people. Um, and if you you know are new and you don't have to, it doesn't have to be your first time. Maybe you've been to a few events, but you feel like you haven't really met people, and you'd like to kind of get in a little bit more. Then you can sign up as a little buddy and still get connected with a big buddy cool. uh, who can help you kind of get to know other people. You know, at the event, um, it's not formal and structured and scary, but it's really just a chance to have at least one person that you know you can connect with, and that person can help you to connect with other people as well. Um, they might end up being you know an amazing like connection of their own and you might end up you know becoming really great friends with that particular buddy uh, whether you're on the the big or the little side but um, they can also help you to kind of get to know other people and especially if you're an introvert it is so intimidating at times to walk into um, an event like this especially for so many of us who know each other who've been working together for years who've had these amazing experiences you know stepping up and serving in volunteer roles on different organizations that 
it can be intimidating because we all know each other, love each other, and then this new guy walks up like, I don't know anybody. Um, and we love that guy signing too. up as yeah, exactly. We love you yeah. too, and we just don't, don't know you shy. yet. But come on in. But strangely, um, me too. By the way, yeah. I'm the one who's like, oh, I don't know anybody. Maybe I'll but, sign up as a little buddy. <laughs> you can be my little buddy, Dylan. I was going to say, we'll, we'll pair up with James. Thanks, good buddy. <laughs> but, and I want to echo what Drew said. Like, getting involved in this industry was absolutely life changing and absolutely one of the best decisions that I've ever made in my cool. life. You know, stepping in to help with Art of the Float, um, with the Float Conference. Like, I, I am just blown away by the support network that I have. Um, and Again, like we text each other regularly, not just about float conference stuff, but I have friends that may live across the country, but I know more about what's happening in their lives than I do my friends here. Um, easy, easy. And, hey, let's not save it all. We won't, we won't talk about that, Dylan. We're not going to talk about okay, that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is true. And especially if you are somebody who feels like you want something more in your life, throw yourself out there, offer a little bit of your time to this industry and you will get a return that you just can't even put a price on. But before you commit to that, meet these crazy people in pe- in person at the mm-hmm. Flo- Float Conference in Portland, Maine. Drew, what were you going to say? I was just going to make a joke that if you're worried about <laughs> not having time to do work by getting involved, don't worry. There's plenty of people who get involved who don't do anything. So you, join us. Come on, come on in and join us. We're going to have fun anyway. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, Guaranteed. No matter great. what happens, nice. we will have fun. I love it. And uh, early, I will just early bird real tickets, quick. really quickly, Dylan. Early bird tickets Please, are only yeah, available for a little bit longer. So um, if you are interested mm. in coming to the conference, there will be a price increase in August. Um, so get your tickets in July. Please come in and join us. Get your flights booked. Get your uh, hotel or Airbnb booked. Uh, we have a whole bunch of lodging options. Uh, they're listed on our website this year. So, uh, But it's, it's time. We're two months out. Make it happen, because we want to see you there and and collect some amazing hugs. It's almost time to party. (laughs) Harder. Party harder. Uh, Party harder. (laughs) Nice. I will be... I just officially found out I'll be... um, doing a workshop for uh, float photography all the information i've been holding to myself for all these years finally gonna let it out and uh, share with other people so um that'll be super fun are there other cool workshops that you're aware of that we can announce i'm we have so many and we're actually just starting there'll be an email coming um probably by the time you listen to this episode you may have an email in your inbox uh letting you know some of the specific workshops that we're doing but uh i'm going to be presenting about like a little sales funnel how to create an organic sales funny that funnel that really feels good for your team um we have wellness options um you know we have breath work uh workshops we have uh folks who are going to be talking about membership um, we have how to avoid burnout. There, honestly, there's so much. There's always a piece of sanitation, some marketing stuff. And we are in the process right now of releasing all of those speakers and workshops and finalizing the last few. Um, we're closing applications for speakers soon. Actually, our main stage, I think, is pretty full. So we probably won't have any additional main stage speakers. We're just getting confirmations from everybody and we'll have that full list um, pretty soon. So um, cool. a ton of amazing, amazing workshops coming in awesome. and speakers. Um, yeah. Speaking of speakers, um, it's always awesome to have Dr. Feinstein on stage and um, hate to 
tease it, but there's some really cool information coming from Dr. Feinstein this year that I'm excited to, to, to A, to be privy to at all, but B, to uh, see um, go public. So that'll be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harders, is there anything, besides it being time to party, is there anything else you want to leave us with as uh, we close out the show? I think the only thing I would want to add is, you know, a lot of times people look at the float conference or the float tank association as, uh, just a simply transactional, uh, experience. What am I Mm. getting out of it? And, um, you know, while there is so much to get out of it, like also like think about what you're putting back into it and, you know, whether that's just, uh, the funds that you contribute for your attendance to it or, you know, getting involved in, in more ways. Uh, I would just love to, to see more people get involved. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it. It's going to be Appreciate a hell of a party. So, yeah, please come <laughs> out. Uh, we're going to have a blast. There's going to be so much, like we all talked about here tonight. But, uh, yeah, get involved. Amy, any final words from you? Portland, Maine. Just show up in the right Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I love it. All right. All right. We got to we gotta put a pin in this one. Thank you guys so much for being here. I truly appreciate this. This was a lot of fun. Thank and you. I learned a lot about uh, Portland, Maine. Now I'm really excited to get there. And I think I'm going to extend my day. I was planning on showing up early. I think I'm going to extend it out a day as well. Yes, James. Totally. Uh, Did you? There's only uh, one state in the entire country that only touches one other state. Oh, my God. What state is that? Maine. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. Whoa, what a coincidence. And also, I have to go. Also, real quick, Portland, <laughs> Maine was founded in 1636. Pilgrims came in 1620. Uh, it was incorporated in 1786, 10 years after our country was founded. So it was definitely before Portland, Oregon. Oh, <laughs> just, just saying. Darn. Oh. Well, I'll walk uh, but away not to alienate all the episode. Portland, Oregon folks. We love you guys. We love you guys. We came and partied with you. Come party with us. But it's gonna we're be definitely awesome. the OGs. <laughs> no, okay, thank uh, you so much for having Thank us. you guys. Uh, I also want to shout out uh, my co-hosts because they are fantastic and they know all of my dirty secrets, um, which is, I think, what Drew was talking about. Join join one of these orgs and um, know other people's dirty secrets. It's great. Um, let's see here. Thank you for listening. Thanks for, hopefully, um, I get to see you at the Float Conference. I am not an extrovert. Um, I am a very uh, one-on-one small group person anyway, so come say hi. I love the one-on-one stuff. Um, even if I'm awkward and, and shy and in the corner or whatever, uh, I love... Um, meeting everybody in the industry. So please come say hi to me along with the people in their ridiculous FTA regalia, whatever that is. And, uh, the float conference, um, liaisons as well. Uh, let's see here. Thanks to Helmbach for supporting. Oh my gosh. Float conference. Where is coming up? Okay. Yep. That's why we have a video podcast. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Oh, I should note we have, uh, I don't know if you can see this on camera, but we have some, um, uh, clothes from Flux that you can wear. So everybody at the float shop now has float facilitator uh, styled shirts that they can wear at the shop so people know um, that they work at the shop and represent with some uh, ca- float caduceus, caduceus uh, logo regalia. And uh, let's see here. I think that's about it. Thanks to Olga for producing this show. And as always, 
in such a small industry, don't just ask, nice more flow conference gear coming up. Uh, in such a small industry, don't just ask what the flow industry can do for you. Ask what you can do for the flow industry. We will see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>